Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Startcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxburgh, and I'm joined today by my fellow gamers, Jake yo, Barros. Yo, oh, my last name. Oh, that I was surprising. Off, uh, hi. <laughs> Uh, and I'm also joined today by Shannon Grixty. Yes. <laughs> it's very rare that I say your last name, so I was worried I was about to mispronounce it. Yes. You're all good. You're safe. Hey, I'm safe. We really uh, need well, to... Shannon... Um, sorry, I was just going to say, we really need sorry. to all have a welcoming catchphrase. Because I get like, I'm like, what am I going to say this week? What am I going to say this week? <laughs> Yours is good, Shannon. You should stick with yes. Yeah, I've just coined it. It's oh, done. God, I got to think of one for next time. <laughs> No pressure. Let us know what you can think of by okay. the end of the episode. Well, Shan, um, you have been playing the Nintendo Switch a fair amount, uh, uh, and we're keen to pick your brain about that, but we're going to do that a little later on. Um, Jake, I wanted to first check in with you. It's okay. a really big week, really big week for games this week. Mm. Uh, we've got Horizon coming out. We've got the Nintendo Switch coming out, obviously, as well. Um, we've got something like um, Ghost Recon Wildlands on the horizon. So I want to check in with you. Are you playing anything in particular at the moment? Is there anything that you want to want to buy anything that's sort of on your to pick up list um yeah definitely uh horizons on my list i want to pick up ghost recon as well um Mm. something else i totally forgot what it was obviously the switch would be amazing but i will probably wait just a little bit to get that one um but yeah for sure horizon is priority out of everything i am so keen for that game Mm. Yeah, I've already put like five hours into the Star Horizon. Oh, and I'm sorry. My God, I'm loving it so much. Exactly my kind of game. Um, really excited for Ghost Recon mm. uh, 2. Um, but on the topic of Ghost Recon, we have a listener topic tweeted in to us. A reminder that if you want to contribute to the conversation here on the Startcast, all you have to do is use the hashtag, hashtag the Startcast, and uh, we're happy to discuss whatever topics you like oh, here on the show. So, so from... Yes, it's that easy. Uh, from at Grumpy Mojo over on Twitter, he asks, "Do we really need more icon collector games from Ubisoft?" Uh, so, Jake, I don't know if you played any of the open beta at all uh, for Ghost Recon Wildland, but it's very much like a sort of typical Ubisoft game, and you've got like a big open world to explore and stuff to collect and side missions to complete. Um, I assume that's not really dissuaded you from from having an interest in the game. Um, so, what would your answer be to this question? Um, oh God, like initially I want to be like, no, we don't really need any more. But every time they bring something out, I'm like, yeah, I want that game. I want it hard. And like, I don't know, like Ghost Recon for me, I don't really want the game for the premise of the game. I more want it for the multiplayer aspect because I just think it would mm. be a really fun multiplayer. Um. So, you know, I, th- I think there's definitely been, like, hit and misses with what Ubisoft has, has brought out in the past. But, to be fair, they do do the hype rather well. And they do, uh, I guess, uh, what's the word? They portray their upcoming games in a very, very uh, persuasive manner. So, I don't know. It's a double-edged sword. But- yeah, their marketing is always pretty great. Um, in the case of uh, Ghost Recon, I'm with you. Like, the, the co-op and that multiplayer functionality is what really speaks to me. Um, I don't mind that it's a bit of a kind of collector completathon kind of thing. Mm. Um, I don't feel like it's a problem necessarily with Ubisoft, but a lot of kind of open world games out there at the moment. Um, but it can be done well and it can be done poorly. Um, 
But I think the fact that there's sort of like fun gameplay beats, um, a wide variety of different missions and things to do and collect and complete, uh, and then the fact that you can obviously do that with up to four, well, four friends, three friends in addition to yourself, um, I think is where what makes this one particularly more appealing to me. Um, but yeah, I'm sure like if they don't kind of continually reinvent it, it will become a problem. Uh, but on the show this week, we're going to be discussing uh, a little bit more about the Nintendo Switch as well as some latest Xbox annou- announcements. But first, let's go over to Shannon, who's been a very, very busy person over the last couple of weeks. Um, you reviewed Horizon Zero Dawn, Shannon. I did. Um, it feels like so long ago now. I don't know. It just came out. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I bet it does. Obviously, yeah, as of recording this, it just kind of came out today. Yeah. Um, but we haven't really had the opportunity to really discuss it much. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, you weren't able to make the show last week uh, as of the publisher of your review. Um, just because you were so busy. No I one's was. holding it against yep. you, Shannon. It's all good. <laughs> um, but now now that we've got you <laughs> pinned down, um, I wanted to have you just sort of have the opportunity to sort of run through your review and what you liked and maybe disliked about the game. Um, yeah, so obviously it's super fun. Like, as soon as you jump into it, it gets straight into it, which is great for me. Like, so, yeah, killing robots, obviously, it's awesome. It honestly never gets old. Like, I could turn on right now and just get lost for two or three hours hunting stuff down without ever going to side missions or main missions. Like, it's just super fun. Mm. I Yeah, the story was, like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, Last of Us or Uncharted good in terms yeah. of... In terms of relating to it, in my opinion. But it's also an open-world game, which always makes it a little bit harder to grab you. Mm. I I think it started good. Like, how are you feeling about the first five hours? Like, watching Aloy... I don't want to spoil anything, but watching Aloy sort of grow up and learn about her early stages was a lot more interesting than when she was grown up, to me. Yeah, I think the opening act, I suppose, is really well done. Um, it, uh, It does sort of... Um, really sort of funnel you around for maybe like even the first three to four hours maybe yeah. or maybe two to three um, but the storytelling is done really well in those opening kind of few scenes um, that I had no problem with that uh, the the voice performances are incredible like I think I dropped you a text last night Shannon um, and, and I was like we, as we were talking about it I'm like the voice performances are just incredible. Like everything, even like all the sort of side characters you meet and stuff, it's great. Like it's just really impressive. Um, and what I what that resulted in is me finding that I was really caring for these characters, mm-hmm. even like characters that I'd only known in quotation marks um, for like half an hour, an hour. Um, I already like was really emotionally invested in their stories um, and was asking the same questions they were, I suppose, in regards to the plot and the mystery that sort of surrounds their backstories and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so that's, it opens the story in like a really good way in that um, you want to find those answers and that compels you to kind of seek out those story missions and find those answers. Um, so I I was enamored with the start of it. Um, I was confident that this was going to be my kind of game, open world, uh, action adventure, sort of RPG kind of game. Um, and, uh, and the start didn't prove any otherwise. Yeah. So really stoked to play more of it. Yeah, for sure. But, um, um, they have what sort announced- of conclusion did you come to it on the end? Yeah, amazing. They haven't announced any DLC or anything for it, have they? Which is surprising. Yeah, not that I know of. Yeah, that's weird. I, yeah, I, I, I really love it. Like, honestly, I could see myself playing it for hundreds of hours. Like I said, like, I would just get lost attacking enemies, die, 
do it all again without ever needing to to continue on with missions. Like it's just so fun, and I'm not much of a RPG fan at all. And I know it's not really a deep RPG, but it was just enough for me to really get lost in the world and the mechanics. Cool, cool. Yeah, so but it's, uh, it's a really yeah. good game. Pick it up, obviously. Awesome. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd recommend it to, yes. to Jake. Jake, do you liking the sound of all this? God, I would hope so, considering that our review score is like a missed all the other ones out there. I would <laughs> hope that uh, it is one to pick up and Shannon's rated at that. Otherwise, they're, they're using a very bad score, if that's not the case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of reviewing things, uh, Shannon, you're also in the process of reviewing not a game, but a console, uh, which is, of course, the, the Nintendo Switch. Um, I assume... When this this podcast isn't going to go up until the embargo is lifted, right? So yeah, when this is up, if we the Switch awkward. console embargo will be lifted, but I don't think Zelda will be lifted. No, Which, okay. and it's so, very very hard. Like even writing the review, like how do you review a console when you can't really talk about the main game that you're playing on it? Which is honestly yeah, a really is, good example for how the console works and where it excels. Like Zelda goes hand in hand with the console. Yeah, okay, well, can you perhaps I speak to sort of using the hardware, maybe it's kind of, um, I don't know, it's build quality yeah, sure. and it's sort of operating system, maybe some of the experiences that you've been able to have on it already. Yep, so for sure, and I should also say that the day one patch is still not live. I don't think it's going to be live when the review goes up either, so we're still missing you saw you and all that online functionality. We don't know how mm. adding people work. We don't have an eShop, so there's still some key stuff missing. But the UI is incredibly bare bones, but it's honestly super fast. Waking the console up from sleep is really seamless, and that really helps for the portable experience. Build quality, yeah. I, I really enjoy. I think the Joy-Cons are great. Tablet is a touchscreen. I think it's, it's capacitive, right, when it's multi-touch. Not that the old DS Wii U touchpad, and it, it just looks so much better than the Wii U as well. So... From a hardware point of view, quality, everything else, it, it's great. And I really like the Joy-Cons as well, to be honest. I, they're not really used that much in Zelda when we don't have 1-2 Switch, but I think they could do a lot of cool stuff with them. So do you find yourself kind of using the Joy-Cons clipped on or separately with the grip um, or the Pro Controller? I've honestly like, been forcing preferred? myself to sort of do everything. I think the Pro Controller is the best by far. The buttons are a bit too cramped on the Joy-Cons, especially for Zelda where you're honestly using like a button to run, a button to jump. You, you, you use like every button frequently, so it's a bit cramped for me. Right. When you say that the UI is bare bones, is that that it's just kind of like really kind of sleek and simple or do you feel like there's functionality missing from the UI? Um, I just think it's all about the games. Like there's no web browser, there's no YouTube... If you, yeah, if you compare it next to PS4 or Xbox One, there's just... There's nothing there. Not necessarily in a bad way but i think people see that as a negative like you can capture mm. screenshots you can't stream from it yet obviously but yeah it's it's literally just about things directly related to the game playing the game and, and that's it okay which is and, not uh, not bad i don't think it's bad it's it's fine like as long as it's quick which it is it, you put out a post the other day sort of addressing the the portability of the device as well um, have you had any particular sort of concerns in regards to that manner? Like I've seen a lot of people in that, that article you posted in regards to its portability. Um, the comment seemed really split as to whether mm. 
yay, this is awesome. I can't wait to get this. I'm going to buy this day one if I can. And then the other side was, oh, but the battery life sucks. Yeah. Like, and I, I purposely really didn't speak about the battery life just because everybody knows it is what it is. I honestly don't think it's that bad when you realize what you're doing with the console. Like, it's literally a PS4 standard game that you can take anywhere. And there's clearly mm. fans in the unit. I'm not a tech person, but like I'd imagine it's a serious piece of tech in there. So to get two and a half hours for a game like Zelda, which I'm guessing is going to be different to something like Snipper Clips or even Mario Kart, where you might get four hours, five hours, I really don't think it's that bad. Mm. I don't and know, I I don't know like... how you guys feel about it. But for me, like yes, I was noticing it draining really quickly, but... I, I literally think that what Nintendo have done with the console is, is really advanced. Mm. And I suppose, like, for the purpose of, you know, you're, like, commuting from one place to the next, you know, yeah. you're on the tram, you're on the bus, or whatever, like, whipping it out for 15 minutes to half mm. an hour, you're not really going to notice any significant b- battery issues. It might be just for those long flights or car drives where you don't have immediate access to a power supply. Um, but you were able to to charge it from a portable power bank, right? I was, but there's definitely some stuff online about nobody really knows what voltage it takes. Obviously, it takes a lot and sucks up a lot of power. So I can't go into too much details, but I've helped a few suppliers test certain things that haven't worked how they expected, mainly when Zelda's running, just because Zelda, as far as what Nintendo have said, uses a lot more power than anything else that they're working on at the moment. Or that they've right, okay. So that might be something we have to kind of keep our eyes peeled on into the future. Yeah. Jake, where do you sort of come down on all of this? Listen, hearing some of Shannon's thoughts there, um, I know you're keen on the Switch, but maybe sort of not immediately. Um, has Shannon sort of experience and 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 what he's posted on on the site? But which, by the way, Shannon has been awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I do highly encourage people listening to go and uh, to go and check out all of Shannon's thoughts. He's put videos together, um, really sort of comprehensive coverage all over on the Nintendo Switch Hub that you can find tabbed at the top of the website. Um, but Jake, reading some of that content and hearing Shannon's thoughts now, um, how has it sort of shaped or influenced your opinion on the Switch? Yeah, well. You know, I, I messaged Shan the other day when he um, put out that portability article, like awesome article if mm. you haven't read it yet. It, it definitely gives you a good insight into it. Um, but for me, like that portability is key. You know, I, I've been, well, before the Switch came out, I was debating, do I get a DS? Like I really want like a Nintendo uh, console of some kind. Um, and that portable factor was a big thing since I already had like a PS4 and whatnot for at home. Um, mm. You know, so for me, you know, it, it was nice to kind of read that the portability of the Switch um, was quite inviting that, you know, that it did, uh, you know, like Shannon said, it didn't feel awkward carrying it around, it like physically, like in your hand as well as just like socially as well. Um, you know, it's it's built for that kind of take it out with you and, and game wherever you are, which is really good to hear. Um, you know, it's interesting about the battery life. I think none of us were expecting anything Wow, we. Um, but yeah, definitely seeing how maybe some maybe more standard games like you said before, Mario Kart and everything run on it um, will be a kind of nicer inkling into exactly how portable it can become. But yeah, I don't know. Like for me, I'll probably be playing at home, probably won't dock it too much. Um, it's a big uh, plus in terms of tra- uh, travel, like interstate and everything. It will be great to have one with me, which will be really nice. 
Um, but I, in all honesty, I haven't seen anything yet that has deterred me. Um, you know, not every console is perfect, and not every UI and everything is perfect as well. But um, everything I've seen so far is is pretty good. I'm still keen. Um, Shannon's helped with that, with all the stuff that he's been pushing out. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Um, feel free to buy me one if you really want to. Um, <laughs> thank- oh my God, it's so exciting! Um, what a nice guy. But yeah, I yeah, I honestly haven't seen anything yet that has deterred me. Um, obviously, just the more we find out about it, the little bit more price goes mm. up with all the add-ons that you got to buy. But um, yeah, I think it's you know first kind of thing of its kind. I think it's definitely hit the ground running and. It definitely uh, yeah. paves the way a bit. Um, I was going to say, I don't know, you might have this later, you but like another 20 or 30 indie games were announced today as well, which is really cool. Mm. Cool. I, I, Including some pretty pretty major ones yeah, as well. Yeah, for sure. Some new announcements. Yeah, I, th- I really do think it's going to be a good console. Like, I don't think anyone expects it to sell Wii levels, but I think it, it's shaping up to be something cool. Yeah, I, I think there's like a lot of skepticism skepticism out there, but it's the same sort of skepticism that I feel surrounds every new console yeah. launch. That, look, like um, there's still some like you cannot use literally when it's docked in the in its when it's in the dock and you're on TV mode. There is mm-hmm. no way to use any form of headphones with with the console. Doesn't work with Bluetooth headphones. The controllers don't have headphone inputs. So it's just stuff like that. It's like. How do you like not have this fundamental feature it, in this console? Does it Bluetooth in like uh, whatever they call it, portable mode or no? Nah. Like Apparently has- not, which could be coming in an mm. update. It like Surely. it obviously has Bluetooth, but whether that would interfere with the Joy Cons, like I don't know the reasoning for that, but it just seems crazy. Yeah, that I assume cute. the headphone jack on the actual handheld doesn't still function when it's docked. Like, oh, uh, it, it could be but- out of that. That's it so could, weird, but I'm though. not going to sit right. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, that that didn't why, occur to me. Why have a oh, USB-C anyway. port but not have something so basic as Bluetooth? Yeah. To it, it could be added later on, but it it's just goes back to don't yeah. expect to get it day one and have it as function-heavy as your PS4 or Xbox One mm, or feature-heavy. Yeah, heavy yeah I don't know. It's just like, I mean, that, that does sound like a pretty major sort of mm, gap, I guess. Um, but like... I'm trying to think back to the, when the PS4 was launched, and and the PS4 is obviously like this kind of heralded console now. Um, but back when it was launched, like it didn't have a media player built oh, into sure. it. Uh, not until like the the update that we're still waiting for. Are we going to get external hard drive support? Yeah. Um, there's like stuff that we considered kind of core functionality that wasn't there even in the first kind of two to three years of the console. Yeah. Um, so and I'm yeah. somewhat forgiving for Nintendo. No, for sure. In, the foundations regards, are there, which is why I think. The stuff that's there works really well. Like, if you go back and use the Wii U, it's so slow, even now, mm. compared to this. Like, you press that button and you're all playing Zelda within five seconds. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, to play Devil's Advocate, though, um, there has been some reports of this Joy-Con mm. sync issue. Um, you put out a video kind of explaining that and uh, showing your sort of experience. Did you um, make it to it the end of bit. the video ever? Uh, no, I'm sorry, um, but it was you know, one I, minute I, long. I was I was deliberately saving it so when you t- when you tell me the story here on the podcast, I it, you know it'd come as to be a surprise and there would be like a shock value and it wouldn't miss me be me acting. Yeah. Um. But uh, what was your like? Was that that was something you experienced and and was it really that uh, distracting from your gameplay? Um. Yeah. So I never. We were having a few little issues with TV mode, but so I never experienced it when I was playing in handheld mode, obviously, or even tabletop mode. 
but mm. then I made that video as soon as we could start capturing footage. And yet, like, as soon as you put your hand over, like, the IR sensor or put it behind your back or cover the Joy-Con, like, you lost... I don't know what you even call it. Like, it stopped tracking properly. Like, it was definitely juddering, which to me means that there was signal loss. And then later that night, after making that video and concluding that it only happened when you covered it, it was happening just in regular play with Zelda as well, which is worrying. But apparently Nintendo are fixing mm-hmm. it with this day one patch. I'm sure... Right, if okay. Look, if they don't fix it, it's going to be a recall <laughs> issue. <laughs> like, it, it definitely was that bad in Zelda. That, like... Really? At one point, it just unsynced the controller and took like a minute to resync. Hmm. There you go. I didn't realize you actually had that much issue with it. Well, yeah, it it was literally that one. I don't it could be anything. I don't it could be the microwave pl- messing with the signal or anything. Like I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, like I it's it's not happening with the pro controller, which to me says that it's either an issue with the Joy-Con. Mm. I've honestly got no idea. It never happened well, once with the pro controller and it never happened once yeah. in handheld mode. So Maybe they have hopefully to improve the, the strength or something of the signal. I honestly don't know. Yeah, hopefully this patch uh, addresses some of those concerns there. Yeah. Um, even if it was just a line of sight issue, I can't really see that being a big deal for most people. I can see it only sort of being like an issue if you were to like um, keep your docking unit maybe sort of like in a cabineted section of your entertainment unit or yeah, something. God, I'd, like you've seen my setup. Like I was sitting yeah. right in the corner, pretty much straight in front of it, like five meters away and it was... <laughs> An issue. Oh, you were sat in like the corner of your couch yep. though. Right. Yeah, it's a weird one. Okay. It feels like something that for, can I be guess. fixed with software. Okay. All I right. Think. Well, that's that's reassuring then. Anyhow, there we go. Heaps of Switch stuff. Uh, and be sure that uh, we're going to have heaps more coming today. Um, I imagine you've got a few more game reviews in the works. Yeah, Shan, can you sort of um, tease anything there or is that all embargoed? No, so pretty much everything else will be going like Friday. So we've got... A Skylanders review, which I'll probably put up Friday. It was playing with Crash on the tablet. I'll only play with Crash. It's, just, <laughs> it's the only way I can force myself through it. Not that it's a bad game. It's just not, not for me. Um, yeah. We've got Just Dance on the way, which again, it's Just Dance. But it'll be cool because that will actually use the Joy-Cons, motion controllers and stuff. So I'll be interested mm. to see how that works in tabletop mode and whether it's playable. Um, one, two, switch. We'll pick up and see what we think of that. But my hopes aren't terribly high like i think it'd be cool to play it once or twice but apart from that doesn't seem like something that's going to last weeks and weeks and Bomberman, i'd, I'd be keen to check out as well mm. and snipper clips i'm forgetting about yeah, all the clips. eShop stuff which should be cool yeah when can i come around to play some snipper clips with you <laughs> whenever you want <laughs> when can i come around Never. When you can catch a flight down, huh, Jake? <laughs> yeah, bloody uh, awesome. All right. Well, in the other piece of news that I thought was uh, newsworthy uh, this week, um, Phil Spencer has announced a new subscription-based Game Pass mm-hmm. for the Xbox One with over 100 games included as part of the American launch, although it's obviously not clear what exactly Australia will be getting. It's going to cost 10 bucks in the States. Uh, again, no word what it's going to cost here, but be sure that as soon as these details are made available, we will let you all know. Uh, Jake, what do you make of this announcement? A bit of a good deal. Can you see PlayStation, Nintendo, maybe even Steam doing the same thing? Yeah, just to clarify. Sure. $10 subscription, US, obviously. Um, yep. To, like, is that game yours? Like, oh, well, not yours, but so like... So long you, as like, you pay the subscription like you can, service, I believe. But you can, like, fully download it. 
You can, like yeah. So the difference here is you're not you're not streaming it like you would on PS Now or like you stream a show on Netflix or whatever, but you're downloading it onto your device. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, yeah, cool. I, I assume you're gonna have to maintain an internet connection just so they can confirm well, you are subscribed. I thought that mm. I read. I don't know. It wasn't in the press release, but then I saw someone mentioning that it'd be like a hundred games that they keep rotating, and if you didn't finish a game before it went out, then you'd lose it. That, like, don't quote me on that, but that's what I saw online today. Yeah, I saw the same thing. Like, it doesn't... I don't think it makes sense that they just keep adding games and adding games to it. No. Does it? Like, does that seem crazy to anyone else? I mean, that would be amazing, but I don't... I think it is, like, a rotation. Yeah. I mean, Netflix rotates stuff out as well, Yeah. But I assume the cycle... Well, I'm assuming they're paying a license to Activision, etc., right? Like, a 12-month period. Yeah. Yeah. But it, do, but it does assume, seem like, good. The dates and stuff will be, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll Any go off, like, po- popularity and stuff as well, yeah. though. Like, if plenty of people are playing that game, it's not gonna, like they're going to drop it out anytime yeah. soon. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's definitely the way of the future. Everything's doing subscription, right? You know, everything from software to movies, you know, Netflix, all that kind of stuff. Uh, music now, like, just everything's going mm. that way. So, I, I feel like it's a smart move for you know, every company to kind of make. I think it's, you know, Xbox doing this now, maybe uh, will make PlayStation rethink their um, subscription thingy that they've got. What is it? What, what do they have? They have something. PS Now. PS Now. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, and I don't know about you guys, but like I'm subscribed to like Spotify and Netflix. I don't even use Netflix most mm-hmm. months and still pay for it. Like it's such mm-hmm. a good income earner for companies. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's and I'm sure that's what they're banking on as well. Yeah. Um, my concern though is it's already enough of a pain for me that there's Xbox or like what well, like console exclusivity, like um, mm. the fact that if you have an Xbox and it's a PlayStation exclusive, you're not able to play it. And my worry is that these that these subscription services, like we've already seen, like EA Access and stuff eventually become like another exclusive barrier and that you'll have to have an ea access subscription to play the latest ea game or you're gonna have to have an xbox subscription to play the latest xbox game and that's like when it's gonna become difficult for me i think i uh, yeah hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully we still get like traditional game releases yeah i i think it would be a dumb move if they did like if anything this is xbox working towards what they launched the xbox one with with being like always online or digital library that kind of thing like i think this is a baby step forward to introduce people to that idea more in a practical sense that they can actually use um Mm. you know to start getting really restricted and limited by making things exclusive only to those paying those subscriptions, I definitely think that would put them back on the back foot. So, mm. hopefully they don't. But, you know, smart move if they keep it pretty simple. Yeah. My uh, my hope as well is that they sort of bundle this in with Xbox Gold to some extent because um, mm. it's just going to become a bit difficult if you're, like, managing multiple subscriptions and stuff, like, for the one console service. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, trying to, okay, well, my Xbox Live subscription is ending in this month and i've also got to renew my sep on the separate web page my xbox game subscription thing like i just i hope it's kind of streamlined and simplified as well but i like the direction of it particularly would like to see something like this happen on um steam um you've already got like humble bundle kind of doing subscription services where you get like a new game kind of each month and that's yours to own in that regard um 
but I think like for certainly these platforms that have just tons and tons of games on offer, um, having sort of unlimited access to smaller or older stuff, I think is really, really neat indeed. Hopefully we see more of it. Any other thoughts on that? Was it, or am I missing anything? Anyone got any news that they want to discuss this week or should we jump into what the wiki it's um, back? No, let's do what the wiki. Yeah, I think I'm it's good. Cool. It just feels we had such a long show last week that to have like a short show yeah. going back yeah, to true. back to normal the, this week is feeling we weird. Just got heated, <laughs> heated in discussion. It did. We started arguing about. I can't even remember what you're arguing about storage last week. What was size that? of storage the size. Uh, the thingy, the switch, and uh, the cops in GTA were the big. That's right. Big I was going to say Two that debatable topics. A new rugby league game is coming out, which is interesting, only because there's also an AFL game coming out from. There's like two, I don't know if you guys know much about it, but essentially in Australia you've got, there's a Wicked Witch and there's Big Ant. So Big Ant used to develop both AFL and NRL games, but then mm. this company called Wicked Witch came in and got the rights from AFL to do AFL games. And these two companies essentially are like the biggest rivals in Australia. And they're literally going right. head to head with like a rugby league and an AFL game mid this year. Do so you reckon they're going head to head though, or they've got separate audiences? Um, I think that there's, so little Australian representation in games that there's at least an interest for people in both of them. Yeah, I just reckon like the sports themselves are like pretty. All right, divided. just ignore like... me. Just shut me down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm no, having a discussion. <laughs> it's more just interesting to see which one sells more, and it's it's definitely a deliberate thing. I think it's going to be the definitive grudge match between AFL and NRL. Yeah, they should do it. Whichever game sells more is the superior sport. They you should. Do it's got it. nothing to you do with the developers. It, I'm sure um, they're very, very talented Aussie developers, and I respect them immensely. They should. But do AFL a, um, is a better game. They should do a game and, where it's like AFL versus NRL. Let's you know? make it. Don't give away yes. all of our tricks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, let's play what the wiki. What the wiki is the Startcast game show. The definitive, maybe the definitive sport in Australia, actually. Maybe it's not AFL, it's what the wiki. Uh, where the host reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and you, the contestants, must guess the game. Uh, we've started a new season of what the wiki. Je- uh, Shannon, I have. think you were the, the winner last, uh, no, I think, last season. I think Matt oh, took Matt. over. Was it oh, Matt? How many you should have taken credit. Only because of my credit? limited appearances. I think percentage-wise, yeah. I definitely <laughs> won. <laughs> uh, Whatever. Did Jake yeah, ever win one? Did Jake win one? Uh, yeah, I did win one. Jake, I actually Jake won like some four points. or something like that. So yeah, Jake had like a late resurgence. You know what, Shannon? Impressive. We're equal now. We're both on zero. So you better watch your back. Are we equal? Will we Because 2017 be Wiki King is right here. <laughs> Underscore Jake Barros. Oh, goodness gracious me. All right, game one. Are we ready, contestants? Look, can I just say, I thought you just said, um, oh my good. What was. Oh my Gray Station, like a like I don't know what. I, anyway, move on. <laughs> what, are what are you talking you about? Shut up, Shannon. <laughs> We're trying to play what the wiki. <laughs> the game, the game is a competitive puzzle game for up to four players. Players control characters named Snip and Clip, Jake. who each possess Jake. Is it Snipper Clips? It is Snipper Clips. <laughs> yeah. How very topical. Um, Shannon, <laughs> drop I, the ball. I wouldn't that's accept that because that's not the full title. But you're the judge. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you mean? I it's haven't not even the full played title. the game. <laughs> Snippeclips is the full title. It's not, but that's fine. That's fine. What, what no, is the what clear is the full no, title? No, no, no. Mr. Smarty Pants? 
What? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's not the full title. <laughs> it is the full title. No, it's not. It's, it's snipper clips. Title. Cut it out together. That's literally uh, the full title. But I'll give it to Jake. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, you. dude. Mate. Oh, oh. Google it. Okay. At, well. No. Actually, it's listed. It's Wikipedia page. It's just snipper clips. But Damn. then it says snipper clips colon. Cut it out, comma together, exclamation mark. Is it enough cover? You 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 make a point. It's fine. <laughs> you said so. Cut. It's I'm fine. sorry, Shan. Cut. I paid the point. Um, you make a point. <laughs> all right. Um, game number two. Freaked. Prior to the game's official reveal, clips of the game were featured in the announcement trailer for the Nintendo Switch. You might notice the theme here. The game's native console. Its unanticipated appearance led to speculation by the media and the public over whether or not the footage shown was that from a port or a sequel. Dan, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> that was the most tentative entrance, I think, but I heard Jake first. Yeah, I don't um, know what it is. What do you think it is, Jake? Um, God, I don't know. Unanticipated is a big one. I'm going to say... I'm going to go out on a... Oh, no, I don't want to. Do I? <laughs> no, I'm going to go third party. I'm going to go Skyrim. I'm thinking what was it's in the launch. It's not Skyrim. Oh, wow. Shannon, do you want me to continue oh, reading? Wow. Or do you want to... <laughs> yeah. Do you want to have a nah, guess? I would, I would have said Skyrim after Jake said that as well. But go on. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the game was officially unveiled to the public during Wait, the Nintendo Switch presentation. Are we both, in, Tokyo. Are we both in this? No, get lost. You can't, no. I'm sorry, you can't say Shannon and then not have a go. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Jake, just that, name half a that title. Is, that is the consequence. <laughs> yeah, that, of, oh, whatever. Go on, baby Shannon into a point. Go on. <laughs> if, if you actually... I'm gonna <laughs> let just maybe just let me read the whole thing. It'll be hilarious. The game was officially unveiled to the public during the Nintendo Switch presentation held in Tokyo on the 13th of January 2017, where it was announced to release in Q2 slash Q3 2017. The reveal was accompanied by a trailer featuring the game's new maps and weapons, and an on-stage appearance by producer Hisashi Nogami in character as a scientist from the Squid Research Lab, Shannon. the fictional scientific group Killing Inklings, which appeared in various promotional material Shannon. for the original Splatoon. <laughs> What's the game, Shannon? Splatoon Two. It is correct. Yeah. Is, is that the full name or uh... <laughs> Splatoon Two? Cut it out together. <laughs> All right, we have a we have a tiebreaker then. Jake on one, Shannon on one. Of course, you win when it you get two points. Uh, game number three. I gotta I gotta edit this. Hang on. Uh, all right. Uh, the game is a party game in which players do not usually Shannon, rely on Jake. what is happening. Oh. Shannon, one two switch. One two switch. It is. Yeah. Shannon. Shannon oh. is. Uh, Shading doesn't get you far. (laughs) (laughs) If you were sitting next to me, I'd slap you so hard right now. So hard. Oh, so cranky. I love it. Alrighty, Shannon, you got points on the board, sir. You're in the lead this season. And with that, let's bring an end to what was episode 91 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or any other podcast service of your choice. Just search the Startcast. Follow Press Start. Follow us at PressStartAU. Visit the site at PressStart.com.au and join the conversation using the hashtag, hashtag the Startcast. Thank you very much to at Grumpy Mojo over on Twitter who sent in today's question. Please send us more 
for future episodes. I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxborough. Joining us today was Jake Barros. Hello. Um, yeah, guys, you can... <laughs> <laughs> Is that your catchphrase? Snip Is that exclude. what you came up with? I was, yeah, I was trying something. Um, yeah, you guys can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter uh, at underscore Jake Barros. Be on the lookout for your most anticipated video coming out real soon. Uh, and anything else that Shannon writes, don't read it because he's just, you know, not he's a cheat and <laughs> you shouldn't do anything that he does. I think your, your catchphrase, Jake, should be cut it out together. Hey, guys, my name is Jake Barros and cut it out together. <laughs> Joining us today was also Shannon Grixie. Yes, indeed. So, yeah, I think we'll keep covering the Switch after launch, hopefully, of this game. So, definitely stick around all the new <laughs> Nintendo fans that have joined the site over the last few months. There hasn't been much to write about in the last year, but this this uh, few last few weeks has just been crazy. After the positive reaction that we've had, thank you all very much, by the way, by uh, being so um, friendly on Twitter and and, uh, and and praiseful of Shannon's Twitter co- uh, of Shannon's Twitch coverage. That's been very kind of you all. Um, but I'd I'd love the reaction if just like it it just came out and we just stopped all coverage. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of outlets will do that. Just wait. I bet you. I, I um, <laughs> it was so funny actually. I looked on our Instagram the other day. Yeah. And, like the last like twenty pictures <laughs> is just like switch. I was like, nah. It's so pretty. It's so nice to take photos. Yeah, it of. is. It's so photogenic. God. I know. So beautiful. It's those jewel colors. They yeah. Are, as you as you said, I think Shan, like they really kind of pop in the photos, don't they? Yeah. Except they so do good. look so ugly. I wouldn't pick the blue and the green controllers. Yeah, I yeah, I go grey. I like the sort of, I like that sort of. I want, I want a rock double color. red. Ooh, yes, that would Press be great. Represent. Yeah, I want. You have to spend like fifty bucks though to get the yeah. two right, and then I'll just, just like spray paint it or something. Surely they'll, surely they'll bring out more colours. A purple yep. would look nice, actually. Yeah, I'm sure they will. And Green. themed ones. Anyway. Anyhow, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Goodbye, guys. Snip eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one doesn't work either.